We interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast to bring you Listen, Watch, Discuss. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Listen, Watch, Discuss. As always, I'm your host, Bryn Aiken, and on tonight's episode, I will be reviewing uh, Foo Fighters' newest album, But Here We Are. Now, uh, if you've listened to the podcast before, uh, or if you've scrolled through uh, the episodes that I have on my podcast, you may or may not have seen that I have reviewed uh, two of Foo Fighters' albums uh, before. I reviewed Wasting Light, uh, their 2011 album, back in 2021, and then last year in 2022, I reviewed uh, their 97 album, The Color and the Shape. And I also mentioned in my review of The Color and the Shape that Taylor Hawkins had died. Uh, it was like a few days after, yeah, I think it was a few days after he died when I recorded that episode, and I mentioned that. But uh, yeah, so I won't really be going into the nature of the band I mean, if you've listened to those episodes, you know, or not the nature of the band, but like th- their background, you know, so, cause I already did that in the other two and I'm like, well, this is my third time talking about them. So if you've listened to those episodes, you know about them, but, uh, I will mention though, starting off, it's like, yeah, they have been around for 25 years. They started in 95. Dave was the drummer for Nirvana. And then when Kurt died, uh, committed suicide, they disbanded. He started Foo Fighters in 95 released the solo, it was a debut album, uh, with just him playing all the instruments and doing all the vocals. And then everyone else joined in slowly, but surely. And then a couple of the members joined, uh, they were like touring members and they joined later. Uh, so, okay, I guess I did technically, it was, but it was a quick rundown of the band's, uh, history, you know, but, uh, but what recently happened is that Taylor Hawkins, the drummer, who had had been uh, the drummer for the band and Dave's best friend for the past uh, 25 years. Uh, He joined in 97, shortly after the release of their second album, The Color and the Shape. He uh, unfortunately, tragically passed away on March 25th of last year. And uh, it was when they were in their... uh, They were on tour, and they were at the... uh, They were in Colombia. Bogota, I believe, Bogota, Bogota, Colombia, and he was scheduled to perform, they were on tour, he was supposed to perform that, uh, later that evening, uh, he complained he was having chest pains, emergency services were called up to his room, uh, at the Four Seasons, uh, uh, Casa Medina Hotel, and they arrived and found Hawkins unresponsive, they performed CPR, but he was declared dead at the scene, and he was 50 years old, tragically, his life was cut short, um, and I say, I say so young, uh, even though I'm <laughs> uh, younger than he is, but I mean, still to me, 50 is still young because like people, you know, if, uh, their health is, is, uh, is good, you know, people can live to a hundred or, or longer, you know, um, you know, so it's, it's still 50 is still a young time to die. That's like the middle of your life, you know, if you're lucky enough to live to a hundred. So, but, uh, they later re- announced, you know, the uh, Foo Fighters, you know, canceled their, the their upcoming tour dates, you know, to reflect and grieve Taylor's, you know, the loss of Taylor Hawkins, and they found out and they released what happened, you know, his cause of death a, a couple days later, or no, no, the following day. Uh, it turns out that Hawkins had ten substances in his system at the time of his death. Uh, he had opioids, 
THC, tricyclic antidepressants, and and a few others. So he was, uh, so he kind of OD'd. It was like a mixture of like some medicine that he was taking and a mixture of some drugs. And, and he had struggled with uh, addiction in the past. Uh, in fact, in uh, 2001, uh, he was, he was in a coma for like two weeks in, um, yeah, in 2001. And Dave Grohl, you know, stayed in, uh, in his hospital or in his room at his bedside, uh, for two, the past two weeks or for those two weeks until he woke up. And, um, and that, yeah, that was back in 2001. And yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just addiction and drugs are a nasty bitch. And, uh, <laughs> to put it, to put it lightly or not so lightly. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately the drugs got to him and, uh, unfortunately he couldn't shake the addiction in a way. Uh, it just had a grasp on him and, but you know, I mean, don't, you know, it's like, I don't, you know, hopefully people don't let that taint their opinion on him. It's not like he, oh, he was a druggie. He was a bad guy. He was a good guy. I mean, he seemed like a good guy. I never met him personally, but you know, he seemed like a good guy, had a wife, three kids. I mean, he was Dave's best friend for the last 25 years. I mean, he, he knew him longer than he knew, uh, Kurt Cobain, you know, uh, <laughs> who, who got him started in Nirvana, you know, I mean, he was, you know, already a drummer at that point, but that, that was kind of like his big break, breakout moment in his career was when he was, you know, when, uh, uh, Kurt and Chris, uh, of Nirvana brought him in in, ni- in 1990 to be the drummer for them. But, uh, but yeah, so he knew Taylor longer than he knew Kurt, the guy who kind of jump started his career in a way, if that makes sense, you know? And, uh, yeah, just to know someone for that long and then have them suddenly like taken from you is, is, you know, sad and disheartening and tragic. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to mention that. I wanted to talk about that a little bit more because that was something that happened more recently, uh, since the last time I talked about the, the band. Uh, of course I did mention this briefly in my last review when I reviewed the color and the shape. Um, but you know, I, I figured I'd go a little bit more into depth about that because this album is, uh, dealing with that, the themes of, you know, grief and death and loss and, uh, reflection, like those are very much present on this album. Uh, and the, the songs, all 10 songs on the album are, you know, in a way dedicated to either Taylor Hawkins or Dave's mother who passed away. Uh, I believe it was in August of last year. So it was like four months after or four or well, four and a half, five months later, but between four and five months after he had lost his like best friend, he lost his mother too. And, uh, so there are a bunch of songs on, or all the songs pretty much on the album in some way, shape, or form are talking about them. Uh, and it's a very, I'll, I'll start off by saying before I go dive into each track that it's a very sweet, uh, bittersweet, sad, personal, heartfelt album. And, uh, and also the fact, and grief can like manifest itself in many different ways. And, you know, they often say that the best art comes from uh, loss and suffering in a way. And unfortunately, you know, it sucks that Dave had to go through that and the band had to go through that. But in my opinion, the, uh, they it it allowed them to churn out what is perhaps in their top five best albums, at least in my opinion. It's either my fifth or fourth favorite by this band. Like, I listened to it the day it came out. I was just, you know, I figured I'd 
listened to it while I was exercising. So I walked for an hour, listened to it, and I loved it. In fact, the, and I'll mention this right before I get to the first song, but uh, in fact, the, uh, the, t- uh, the final song, you know, it, I was like, oh man, the lyrics are sad and, but also some, some are hopeful and, and bittersweet, but the, there was one line and I'll mention it when I get to that song, but there was one line in the final song, track 10, that almost immediately start made me start to well up with tears. I'm like, shit, that got me. <laughs> like I wasn't ashamed to cry or tear up, but I was just like, I was seeing, I was like, I wonder if there's like, I, I was, I was wondering if there was a line or a section of any of these songs that was going to get me to tear up and that, that there was one line and it's the way Dave said it, the way Dave sang it and uh, the, the instrumentation behind it. I'm like, shit, that got me. Uh, so yeah, but it was a great album came out. Yeah. Last Friday, June 2nd. And I was going to talk about it last week, but of course I had, you know, I uh, posted my episode, my review of the, of Barry and my review of Across the Spider-Verse. So, you know, I didn't want to post three episodes and right after the other, I didn't really feel like, you know, recording three. So, uh, but yeah, uh, with that being said, yeah, the, well, let's get on to the review. So, uh, it's been a week and I've listened to this album probably about six times since it came out. And I love it each and every time I listen to it. <laughs> uh, and the, yes, the album is uh, 47, I want to say it was like 47 minutes or 40. It, yeah, it's a, it's a little over 45 minutes and it, it compri- is comprised of 10 songs. So it's a pretty good amount of, you know, pretty decent length album. Oh, no, no, wait, it's 48 minutes uh, and 8 seconds, so... And the, this is their 11th album and, oh, and also, uh, they, I forgot to mention this too, but the, uh, the band Dave and the others revealed that the drummer Josh Freeze, 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 it, it's spelled F-R-E-E-S-E, so I may be messing it up, but yeah, um, he is going to be, uh, Hawkins replacement for touring after the album's release. So I'm assuming he's maybe the official drummer from now on. I mean, you know, what well, said for touring, but I'm assuming he'll stay on as, you know, um, uh, as their drummer from now on. But yeah, I'm, I, I believe that Dave, if I'm not mistaken, D- uh, Dave recorded, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he performed and recorded the entirety of the album's drum tracks in Hawkins absence. So Dave did record, all the drum fills and drum tracks in the album. So that's cool. I mean, Hey, you know, he did that all by himself on the first album and it sounded great then and sounds fantastic. Now sounds just as great, if not better, his drum playing sounds just as great, if not better than it did 25 years ago. Um, yeah. Or 27 years ago, almost 30 years ago (laughs) in two years, it'll be 30 years since that album came out. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, with that being said, uh, let's move on to the tracks of the album. So the first track is called Rescued, and this was w- the first single released for the album, came out in April of this year, and it is a great, you know, energetic, uh, not too fast-paced, but it's a, it's a good-paced, well-paced song. It's just very energetic and, uh, and I love the lyrics. Uh, it's, I mean, the first verse starts off with it came in a flash. It came out of nowhere. It happened so fast. And then it was over. Obviously that's referring to, uh, Taylor's death 
And yeah, the whole song is, you know, kind of talking about that in a way. Like, uh, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Is this happening now? Are you feeling what I'm feeling? So, you know, that that's like Dave's response to like, is this really happening? Like, did I really just lose my best friend? You know? And yeah, just the whole song's great. Like it's just very, a very catchy, about four and a half minute long uh, song. Great opener for the album. And the chorus is very catchy. And the guitar playing's great. I love the drums. I love how, because Dave's playing the drums. I love how like loud, they're not overbearing. They're not like too loud, but I love how loud and booming the drums are in the song, especially in the chorus. Uh, when they go, da 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 like that. I, I love that. And um, yeah, it's just great. And I, I love the chorus too. We're all free to some degree to dance under the lights. I'm just waiting to be rescued. Brain, be, brain me back to life. Kings and queens and in-betweens, we all deserve the right. I'm just waiting to be rescued. Or I'm just waiting to be rescued. I'm just waiting to be rescued. We're all just waiting to be rescued tonight. And uh, And yeah, basically that, you know, that... The chorus is referring to Dave's saying that he's waiting for someone to make him feel alive again. And also that, like, no matter what background you come from, uh, you know, we all deserve the right to be happy and have someone there that we love. You know, whether it's romantic or platonic, you know, like friendship or relationship, you know, we all deserve that right to find someone that will make us happy, you know. And, yeah, it's just a great, sweet energetic song to start off the album and yeah it's, it's just about you know trying to move on from the death of a loved one whether they're you know again a friend or a you know a uh, uh, lover you know obviously in this case it was a friend <laughs> you know taylor but uh and you know needing a rescue hence the name of the song rescue um yeah and this was written shortly after his passing and yeah it takes inspiration from that feeling so um, all right, so track two, we have Under You, and this was also a single released before the album came out. It was released in May, uh, and this is another, you know, it keeps up about the same energy and pace that the uh, previous song did, and I feel like I might be repeating myself on some of my points. You know, I mean, there's only, I guess, so much you could say you know, other than, oh yeah, the guitar playing's good, the drumming's good, and it's all good on this album, uh, but yeah, the, the, there's a great guitar solo, uh, towards the end, um, I believe it's, it's like after the, the last chorus, it's before the last, it's before the last, or no, it's in between the last chorus and before the post-chorus, and they like play, it's like throughout the last, I think 30, 45 seconds of the album, or maybe the last minute, but, but yeah, it's, there's a great guitar solo from Dave, um, and yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. And, and great lyrics again, talking about loss and this one's also about Taylor, but yeah, it's, um, basically he's just talking about how he's like, now I used to have a friend and now I've just, I've woken up and I've realized that, oh yeah, he's gone. I, I, you know, and it's, <laughs> well, shit now, now talking about it, I'm, I'm starting to tear up. I don't know why. <laughs> I, maybe it's just that, that thought of like losing someone that's close to you and just them suddenly being gone. Cause that's, it's a reflection of life. You know, that's how life is like, whether, you know, we're all afraid of death or we all push death aside. Like, Oh yeah. Well, you know, let's not think about it. You know, we try not to think about it. And, uh, but you know, that unfortunately that is life, life, that life moves on 
death happens and, you know, we just have to cope with it as best we can. And hopefully anyone who's gone through a death in their lives has had someone to lean on. And, you know, the, the, and the chorus on this one is great too. The lyrics in the, in the verses are great too, but the chorus is basically him saying, um, but yeah, the chorus, I'll just go ahead and read the chorus. There are times that I need someone. There are times I feel like no one. Sometimes I just don't know what to do. There are days I can't remember. There are days that last forever. Someday I'll come out from under you, out from under you. And that's just a very sweet, you know, sentiment. Because it's like, it's just him reflecting on this tragic event that occurred, you know, and like saying that, you know, like there are days that, you know, because everyone's had those, you know, I mean, whether it's been in relation to a death of a loved one or not, everyone's had those days where, you know, it's like, they can't remember what happened because they were either in their feelings, you know, or, uh, or something else. And, you know, there are some days that last forever, like, God, can't this day just end, you know, like it's, I've been having, I've been having such a shitty day. Can we just move on to the next day already? You know, can I just wake up and it already be <laughs> tomorrow? But, uh, and then, you know, the, I'll come out from under you is referring to the fact that I'll move on eventually, but I'm still kind of in the grieving process, you know? Um, and yeah, that is, uh, yeah, it's, you know, that's it's him saying out, him being under Taylor is like him admitting that he lives under his shadow. And, uh, yeah, so, but yeah, great, sweet song. And, uh, yeah, damn it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, it's, I, talking about it is, I don't know why I talk, I mean, well, it's sad is I guess the reason why, but yeah, for some reason me talking about it is making me tear up more than me listening to it. Maybe it's because the, like the, the instrumentation is so upbeat, you know, maybe that's why listening to it, I wasn't quite as, you know, in my feelings, I guess, you know, um, damn it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. So yeah, actually, what am I saying? I shouldn't apologize. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. And don't ever let anyone tell you that you can't cry or you know, to not be in your feelings, it's okay to, to let it out every now and then, or I mean, or whenever you need to, so, uh, but yeah, great song that kind of keeps the pace of the previous song, great second track, you know, uh, but now we have track three, uh, a little bit slower paced, uh, in the fir- at least the first half of it, like during the verses, and then it really picks up in the chorus, but, but track three is, uh, Hearing Voices, this is the first song that was not a single released from the album, by the way. Uh, but this one is, you know, uh, again, kind of about Taylor, too. But it's him basically saying, like, I've been hearing voices. Uh, none of them are you. Uh, so, like, you know, it's just like Dave's kind of in his head thinking about what's happened. And I guess he's just kind of, like, hearing voices, like, you know, like his subconscious is, like, speaking to him, like, what do I do? How do I move on from this? You know, what's the next course of action? You know, like, how do I, when will I know? You know, it's just all these different voices in his head telling him, like, how to move on from this, or maybe some telling him that he can never move on from this, you know, because sometimes you do have, like, negative thoughts, negative voices in your head telling you, you ain't shit, you know, you're not going to move on from this, you know, might as well kill yourself. You know, I mean, obviously, it might not always be that dramatic, but still, you know, everyone's probably had thoughts like that, especially anyone who's struggled with depression and suicide. Um, but yeah, so the, uh, 
I, I love the the slow, fast, or not the slow, fast, but like the quiet, loud kind of structure of the song. Uh, the song because uh, you know the, you got the drums and the guitar in the verse, and um, but then like in the chorus, it uh, really kicks in. Like the guitar really picks up, and yeah, it's just very loud and energetic. I love it. Um, uh, yeah, and then the pre-chorus. He's also talking about every night I tell myself nothing like you could last forever. You know, no one cries like you. No one lies like you. Uh, and then there's another version of the pre-chorus in the song where he says, late at night I tell myself nothing this good could last forever. So, you know, obviously something, the thing that he's referring to that's this good is his friendship with Taylor. And then nothing like you is obviously Taylor himself. Um... And I love the, I love what the song does. Cause like, it's, uh, you know, it, it's, the, you know, you hear the guitar and the, the, um, or well, actually, well, no, actually my bad. The pre-chorus was the, was where it really picks up with the, like it gets louder with the guitar and the drums. Like there's guitar and drums during the course, uh, the chorus, but yeah, my bad. It's the pre-chorus, uh, throughout the song that is where it like really kicks into high gear, you know, and then it kind of dies down, not dies down, but like goes down a little bit in volume, the volume decreases. It kind of gets a little bit more mellow a little bit in the chorus, but I love the outro because right after the last chorus, it starts to fade out. Like the vocals and the instrument instrumentation starts to fade out. And then in the outro, it's uh all you hear is an acoustic guitar, some piano playing and Dave's like more somber, like calmer vocals instead of like the, not the screaming, but like the louder singing. And uh, it's very sweet. But yeah, the outro is, Speak to me, my love. Speak to me, my love. I've been hearing voices. None of them are you. I've been hearing voices. None of them are you. Speak to me, my love. Speak to me, my love. And um, yeah, that's uh, another sweet song. And yeah. And yeah, I mean, and that, and that's, you know, hearing voices, it's like, yeah, it's about losing Taylor, and all you want to do whenever you lose someone is to hear their voice again, you know, and it's sad. Uh, yeah, and, and, you know, that thought of realizing you'll never hear them, I mean, you know, obviously in recordings, you know, in, like, any videos you've filmed of them, you know, you can, like, go back and, like, watch watch them and, you know, hear them speak, but, you know, you, you can never hear them speak to you, you can never have a conversation with them again, you know, but... Uh, but yeah, so track four, we have the, the titular track, the title track, but here we are. And, uh, this is another good one. It's, um, basically it's about, uh, you know, him just kind of, you know, the, the title of the album in, in, at least the way I see it is referring to Dave. It's kind of like Dave thinking like, I never thought we'd be at this point in our lives, like me and the other band members and the band as a whole. I never thought that we'd be at this point in our lives where we lost someone like on tour. Cause like, you know, I always kind of, I mean, he, obviously he knew they were all going to die at some point. We all know we're going to die at some point, but he was under the impression. I feel like that I was like, Oh yeah, we'll be together doing this for many years to come, you know? And it just, again, like he said, and rescued, it happened so fast, you know? Taylor's death. And, uh, so the album, you know, the, the title of this song and the album as a whole is kind of referring to at least the way I interpret it and look at it is Dave, like going, like, I thought we'd be doing this for forever, 
uh, but then this happened and, but here we are, you know, like, but here we are, you know, this happened and there's no going back. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, that's a, it, that's probably the way it's meant to be interpreted, but that, that's kind of how I, uh, look at the, you know, the, the title of this song and the album as a whole, or the title of the album as a whole. So, um, but yeah, another great fast paced song, uh, very energetic, um, and I love the, I'm not sure what it is, but I, lo- I love the uh, instrumentation in the beginning, like before the uh, first verse kicks in. It's like the ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. Like, I'm not sure what it is. It's not maracas. I don't know what it is, but it just has like a very, you know, it's a very unique sounding opening. Kind of sounds like maybe not samba music, but... Uh, I don't know how to describe it, but I, I I love it. It's very energetic, and then the ve- like a very crunchy guitar comes in, and then uh, Dave's vocals uh, come in. Uh, it it just sounds sounds great, and basically yeah, the song is about you know what I said. You know, it's like um, you know of course I gave you my heart, but here we are. Saved you my heart, but here we are. Oh 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 oh, but here we are. You know, and it's like this uh, is happening. All this happened. And, um, you know, and trauma and grief can feel very unreal. Uh, and, you know, part of grieving, you know, the, the seven, I, th- I think it's the seven stages of grief, but it's, you know, it's like their, uh, denial and acceptance. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, what's being portrayed in the song, you know, and, you know, cause, it, cause yeah, the pre-chorus is, you know, caught in a, caught in illusion, not an illusion, caught in illusion, not an illusion. So that's kind of like referring to Dave, you know, probably thinking like, you know, the moment he found out that T- Taylor was dead, he's like, was probably in serious denial. Like, no, he's not dead. This can't be happening. You know, I've got to, this must be a dream. This must be an illusion, you know? And, um, yeah, just very catchy song. The instrumental bridge is really good. Uh, and I love the outro where like the Dave's going ham on the drums and the guitar going down, 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 down. You know, it sounds, uh, sound sounds really good. Great, quick, chaotic intro to end the song off on. And yeah. Um, so uh, track five, we have The Glass. And this one's a little bit more subdued than the previous songs, but it does have its uh, louder, more explosive moments. Uh, but this... Um, starts off, you know, with Dave's beautiful vocals and an acoustic guitar playing. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, <laughs> you're talking about how, yeah, he had, a, uh, I had a vision of you. And just like that, I was left to live without it, left to live without it. I found a version of love. And just like that, I was left to live without it, left to live without it. And, um, and yeah, just some very beautiful lyrics here. Uh, you know, uh, I see my reflection in you, see your reflection in me. And then, uh, you know, it kicks into high gear in the chorus. You know, the guitar gets louder and more and a little more crunchy and uh, the drums kick in a little bit more. But uh, yeah, very sweet chorus. Uh, there is something between us, or well, sweet and sad, but there is something between us, between me and you. There is something between us. I see right through, I see right through. And... Um, and yeah, so the the whole song's pretty much talking about how, you know, in a way that there's this glass, you know, the glass between him and Taylor. Like, you know, the fact there's something separating them forever, uh, you know, or, or until Dave 
passes, but you know, there's something separating them for a long time and it's the, uh, the, 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 the death of him, you know, it's like, you know, I'm still alive. Dave's like, I'm still alive. Taylor's dead. That's what's separating us. The fact that we can't see each other, his death is what's separating us. Um, but yeah. And, and then the, you know, and then the outro ends with the, again, the, you know, the, how it started, you know, with the acoustic guitar and Dave's more subdued vocals. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's just very sweet sounding song, very sad, reflective song. But, uh, but yeah, you know, just the feeling of separation after losing someone, you know, what that, this is about. And it's, you know, something so delicate, you know, it's come between you, you can feel them there in a way, you know, the presence of, you know, your loved one, but you can never see them again. And you have to learn to deal with it, you know, and hopefully move on. Um, all right. So we're halfway through the album. Uh, <laughs> track six, I almost said track nine, track six, we have nothing at all. And this is probably up, up until this point in the album, at least, this is probably the most explosive, energetic, loud song on the album. And yeah, it's, it's, I think it's the shortest too. It's three and a half minutes or just, just slightly under three and a half minutes. Uh, but it, yeah, it's a really great song and it's, uh, yeah, talking about how, you know, well, again, kind of moving on in a way, um, <laughs> uh, you know, moving on from the death of a loved one and just, you know, and, and also it's, yeah, that that's pretty much yeah what this one's talking about, and the ver- the verses are very, like in a way almost kind of a, uh, um, very hypnotic in a way, with the way kind of Dave's, uh, singing like the, you know his vocals throughout the verses are very kind of hypnotic in a way, um, the way he's kind of like enunciating like wouldn't it be dangerous. If nothing was restraining us, you know, like the the calm way he's singing. And then I love the buildup in the chorus. Like I love the, you know, you hear the guitar getting louder and the drums going off and then like they, they explode, um, you know, like halfway through the chorus. And it, uh, I love it. But yeah, it's, you know, the chorus is basically him saying, you know, I'll get by or maybe I won't. I can lie and say that I don't waste my time lately. I know it's everything or nothing at all. And then everything or nothing at all, everything or nothing at all. Now that all the feeling is gone, everything or nothing at all. And, uh, and yeah, you know, I mean, people and, and, you know, people do that. Uh, you know, he, I mean, he's got to be able to live with it. It's like, you know, people have to move on in a way from, uh, the death, you know, the death of loved ones. And like, you know, you know, you'll ask someone how they're feeling about it. And they might have moved on, but, you know, sometimes they haven't moved on. They'll lie and they say that they, they won't or they can't or they don't want to, you know. And that's, you know, I, I love that, that, you know, Dave included that because he was probably feeling that way when people were asking him how he felt. You know, when when Pat and Nate and Chris and the rest of the band members were asking how he felt, uh, they were, you know, he he's like, he probably lied to himself or lied to them and say that, I don't think I'm going to be able to get past this. Um, and then, you know, obviously he's like, well, I'll get by. I got to move on from this or maybe I won't, you know, 
but uh, but everyone's had those thoughts, you know, if if they've lost someone they they're close to. Um, and then I love the outro too because it's very energetic too, and it you know it just abruptly ends, uh, you know, with kind of Dave shouting the lyrics, and yeah, it's just very energetic and I guess very cathartic. If I know I keep saying this phrase, if you've lost someone, you know. Um, or maybe if you're just like in a bad mood, you know, it's just very energetic and cathartic to hear, you know, that's why people love heavy metal a lot. It's like, if they're pissed off having a bad day, they listen to that because it makes them feel better to, it's kind of a way of venting in a way. But, uh, but yeah, so great song, uh, track seven, very much more subdued song (laughs) than the, uh, the previous one, but, uh, track seven, we have some, uh, show me how, and this was the third single released from the album. It came out uh, also in May, and it is uh, this is the only song with backing vocals in it. It's uh, it's got Violet, Dave's daughter, on the song, and it's a very sweet, uh, very like ethereal, trippy sounding song because it's uh, you know very like the, the well. There's backing vocals behind, or maybe it's Dave and Violet, but there's the ah. Uh, uh, throughout the song and it just makes it sound very like out of this world like very otherworldly and ethereal and it, it's it's beautiful it sounds beautiful but you know the guitar you, you know you can hear the guitar it's kind of like you know the electric guitar playing but it's like a little bit slower paced and you uh and you have the drums you know kind of slowly playing in the background but you have dave and violet singing the the entire song like she's co-lead singing with uh, dave throughout the entire song. And it's just very sweet because, uh, uh, this one I believe is about his mother, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's about the, the death of Dave's mother, Virginia. And yeah, she just has a great, like they complement each other so well, Dave and, and Violet uh, on this song, their vocals, they complement each other so well. And she has a, like, he has a beautiful voice, but she also has a beautiful voice. Like, I think she's only been on one other song with him, and she was kind of singing, like, extra backing vocals. Like, they were, she was the one who went, na, 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 na. It was the, from their previous album, Medicine at Midnight, where she was singing, yeah, she was singing the na, 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 from, uh, um, what was that song? Uh, crap. What was the name of it? Let me look it up real quick. It was, yeah, this is going to bug me if I don't (laughs) figure it out. Making a Fire. Yeah, Making a Fire. It was the first song from their last album, uh, Medicine at Midnight. And yeah, so I'm pretty sure that's the only other song she's like contributed vocals on. So it was cool to like, you know, because I mean, you could hear her voice. She sounded pretty good, but it was nice to hear her sing actual words instead of just, you know, na, 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 you know. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, she sounded beautiful. They sounded beautiful together, very great, you know, they, they complemented each other perfectly. And, uh, yeah, the lyrics are very sweet and somber and sad, but it's basically them just talking about, you know, uh, and the chorus is where it, like, really picks up, you know, with the guitar and the drums. It gets a little louder, uh, but it still has that same, like, ethereal, trippy feeling. But it's basically them saying, where are you now? Who will show me how? You know, like, who will show me how to move on? how to deal with life, you know, cause, cause you know, Violet, I mean, Dave lost a mother, but Violet also lost a grandmother, you know, in that, it, when that happened. So it's like them talking about, 
yeah, how are they going to, you know, who's going to be their role model? Who's going to be their support system? You know, it's like they kind of have to rely on each other. They have to lean on each other, support each other in this, uh, this difficult time between them, you know. And, uh, and yeah, and then the bridge where they, they're singing, I'll take care of everything, I'll take care of everything, I'll take care of everything from now on. And uh, there's a point uh, towards the end of the song, or it's the outro, yeah, where it's just Violet uh, soloing the outro. Like, she's the only one singing the lyrics, and it's a great way to end the album with just her singing the outro. Um, and yeah, it's just, yeah, very, it's a, <laughs> a genius describes it, it's a dream pop shoegaze song. So I guess that, yeah, it's kind of like a very, uh, yeah, trippy sounding song. And yeah, it's just uh, very sweet, bittersweet and sad, but sweet. And uh, yeah, great one. Uh, track eight, we have Beyond Me, uh, not a single. And it is another great one. And this one is also kind of talking about how... Um, this one's talking about, yeah, another song about loss and grief. And it wasn't fathomable, fa- fathomable what losing someone would be like until, you know, Dave lost Taylor and uh, Virginia. And, you know, it's, uh, this, you know, again, the, the lyrics are great in this one because it's basically him talking about, um, like in the pre-chorus, he says, everything we love must grow old or so I'm told, or so I'm told. You must release what you hold dear, or so I fear, or so I fear. And then the chorus comes in, and and then he says, but it's beyond me, forever young and free, but it's beyond me, forever young and free. And, uh, and, you know, it's basically just Dave expressing his grief that Taylor died so young. You know, it's beyond him. He's saying, like, oh, it's beyond him, or it's beyond me how one can pass away at such a time. Uh, and you know, and, and I love that. I love the pre-chorus too, cause it's, he's saying everything we love must grow old or so I'm told basically him saying like, well, just because everyone says it doesn't mean it should be true. Like, you know, I mean, obviously it is true, but he's like, well, you know, when it happens to you, it's even worse. You know, death is, I mean, death's bad in general, but it's like when it happens to, to you, or I mean, someone close to you, you know, you experience it uh, it's, it's worse, you know, uh, because, you know, it's just a tragic thing to, to do, to have to go through that experience. But, you know, it's, uh, and then, you know, him saying, you, you know, and you must release what you hold dear is kind of another way of saying, you know, if you love something or someone set, set it or them free, you know, it's another way of saying, it's another version of that expression, which I, I love that you must release what you hold dear. It sounds even more poetic and, uh, yeah, it's, um, uh, and then he says, or so I fear, meaning like, oh yeah, I, I'm afraid of losing the ones closest to me and, or losing any more of them because of what I've been through. But yeah, this one, uh, also starts off very quietly, very calmly with, uh, I believe it was, it's piano. Uh, but it's, it's very sweet, very beautiful sounding. Um, and, and the first verse, the way it opens up, if it all ended today, would you be fine? Would you be fine? If it all ended this way, would you still be mine? Would you still be mine? And then the refrain, are you well? I can't tell. Do tell, do tell. And then obviously that could be referring to him, you know, before Taylor died and before his mom died. You know, maybe they weren't in the best condition or maybe, you know, sometime before they passed, maybe they weren't feeling the best. So it was kind of him like 
taking the extra step to talking to them and asking how they felt. And that's important, like, especially when someone's feeling depressed or down in the dumps. Uh, I mean, whether it's your friend or someone you're in a relationship with, it's always important to make sure, and this is coming from someone who's not in a relationship, but <laughs> but it's always important to, uh, to you know, talk with your significant other uh, or your friend, but especially your significant other about how they're feeling because it takes two to make a relationship, um, or friendship, you know, a, uh, work, you know, and, you know, if, if, you know, you, you want to make sure that your partner, your significant other, or your friend is, uh, is heard and felt and seen, uh, you know, and cause that's what a good friend or, uh, partner does, you know, uh, yeah, it's just, you gotta, you, you know, you got it, it takes two to make a thing go right as that, as the song goes, <laughs> you gotta work, you gotta work and make things, try to make things right. And, uh, just be a good support system for your friend or SO significant other, you know? And, uh, yeah, but I, I love how, yeah, how calm it starts out and then it builds up a little bit in the pre-chorus and then in the chorus, it gets very explosive in a way. And Dave's sc- almost screaming vocals sound great. Um, and yeah, and then it kind of ends, uh, well, yeah, it kind of ends at the same pace and then kind of not abruptly stops, but yeah, it kind of dies down a little bit and yeah, it's great. And there's a great guitar solo in the song too, but, uh, but yeah. And then, yeah, now we, we only have the, uh, two songs left. So track nine, we have the teacher and this is probably their best song uh, <laughs> if not, I mean, it's, it's definitely one of their best. I, cause I, uh, they released this as a single too, like a day or two before the album came out. And I kind of almost didn't want to listen to it because I looked at the runtime and saw it was 10 minutes and I'm like, Oh shit, they released a 10 minute song. That's awesome. Uh, like they released a 10 minute song as a single. That's insane, but cool. And I almost didn't want to listen to it until the album came out. Cause I'm like, I want to experience this with the entirety of the album, you know, listen to it with the other nine songs. Uh, but I'm like, well, I couldn't help myself. Cause I'm like, I got to hear how this sounds. And it's a freaking great song. It's just so like, there's so many ebbs and flows to it. It's, I mean, it's 10 minutes, you know, so there's going to be like, there's some dips and in, in the song and, and some very loud instrumentation and very cathartic sounding vocals and instrumentation. And it's just, it's just great. But this this one is a uh, one also about his mother, uh, and she was a teacher. Um, you know, it it's uh, she was a teacher for most of her life, and you know, uh, oh yeah, and also I forgot to mention, but here we are is dedicate was dedicated to both Taylor and um, Virginia, or maybe I mentioned that I don't know, but if I didn't, I I mentioned it now. So, um, but yeah, so you know, she taught Dave a lot what with her being an actual teacher and her being a mother, which, you know, parents often teach their children, you know, the concepts of right and wrong, what to do, what not to do, all that, you know. And of course, you know, at some point, eventually let them, you know, when they get old enough, you know, and the older they get, the the more, the less likely they are to stay attached to their parents, you know, but like, you know, spread their wings and fly, you know, let them experience the world. And, you know, and hopefully, and hopefully, you know, if you're a parent, you've raised your child to the best of your ability. And hopefully they don't become, you know, to the point where hopefully you've raised them well enough to the point they don't become a serial killer or, 
<laughs> you know, just a terrible piece of shit person, you know. Uh, I mean, that's that's your only hope in life if you're a parent is that your child turns out okay. Because, you know, you could do everything right and still raise a piece of shit child, you know. Uh, <laughs> and, I mean, and even the thought of that is terrifying now that I think about it. It's like you could do everything right, you know, take everyone's advice, read the books and be there for them. And, and then it still not work out the way you thought it would. Uh, but, yeah, so... But the song is a very moody, melancholic uh, dive into Dave's mind after, you know, dealing with, like, two big losses in such a short amount of time. Like, both, you know, Taylor and Virginia were both last year, like, four or five months apart. And, you know, it took its toll on him. But, uh, yeah, I just love that it starts off so great with Dave's backing vocals, the... You know, and obviously I'm I'm not tone deaf, but obviously that wasn't exactly how it sounded. But it was like the ooh, the ooh, you know. Uh, yeah, obviously I'm I suck at like getting it exactly right. But uh, yeah, so uh, the, it starts off with the refrain, "Who's at the door now? Who's at the door now?" And then you know, it's a very a very nice kind of quieter electric guitar. You know, it hasn't kicked into full blast yet or full gear, but. Uh, you know, some, some very great lines in this one. Uh, you know, I can feel what others do. Can't stop this if I wanted to, you know, I can't stop the emotions. I can't stop feeling, you know, empathy. You know, I can't stop feeling the love I have for this person, uh, no matter what. And, um, you know, and then the chorus, um, you know, it picks up a little bit, you know, Hey kid, what's the plan for tomorrow? Where will I wake up? Where will I wake up? And then it repeats itself again. And then the instrumentation kicks into full gear. Then we get the second verse. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's, it's 10 minutes. So, you know, there's a lot of lyrics to, you know, I could, you know, repeat the whole song if I wanted to, but, um, yeah, the very, very great guitar work, you know, very great guitar riffs and, uh, very great drumming. Um, and the refrain's great where Dave's like repeating, wake up, like, like eight times and then like the drums going, you know, like that very, very booming and energetic. And, uh, and then it kind of like winds down, like it slows down and like, you just kind of hear like the, the, uh, the static or not the static, but like the, um, the, not the static, what, what I'm trying to think of the, um, like the, from the guitar, you can hear like the, uh, like the reverb or whatever from the guitar and, um, or like the microphone, you know, and it's, it's like, oh, we're getting a little bit of a dip. And then it just jumps right back into, you know, the (laughs) energetic guitar and drums and Dave's vocals in the third verse. Uh, and then we get the chorus again, get the refrain and then it slows down and, you know, the guitar slows down, the drumming gets, you know, slows down as well. We get that nice bridge you know, you showed me how to breathe and never showed me how to say goodbye. You showed me how to be, never showed me how to say goodbye. Every page turns, it's a lesson learned in time. You showed me how to breathe, never showed me how to say goodbye. So, you know, that's basically, yeah, him talking about, you know, his mom, you know, showing him how to be a, a good human being. And, you know, he, she never, the one thing out of everything uh, he taught or she taught him, you know, the o- only thing that he didn't teach her was how to say goodbye, you know. Uh, Because, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, well, didn't prepare me for this. Um, 
Or that's the one thing you can't really prepare. You know, I mean, because death, you know, is is sudden. I mean, sometimes, you know, deaths are kind of slow, but sometimes, most of the time in life, it, you know, it just, it happens so fast, or it, it feels like, you know. Um, except with something, I guess, that, like, is an illness that you've had for a while, then you, I guess you've kind of built it up in your head to expect the death. But, you know, like, if it was cancer, then... You know, it might still feel fast, but it won't feel as fast because it's like, oh, well, I've built it up in my head or I've prepared in my head for this for so long now, you know. Uh, But yeah, and then the hook, you know, is great. You know, try and make good with the error that's left, counting every minute, living breath by breath by breath by breath, you know, and so on and so forth. And that's, you know, just him saying, yeah, I got to do well with my time left on Earth because I'll be uh, my time will be up at some point. (laughs) And, you know, and also him counting every minute, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, just, you know, it's, it's basically just, a, you know, which appreciating the, the time and cherishing each moment and breath that you have on, uh, this, um, on this earth, you know, and, uh, make the most out of, out of the time you have left on the, on earth, you know, and, um, yeah, you just savor every moment. And yeah, so the song's great. And I love the, uh, I love the outro because, uh, it builds like the drums get really loud and very booming and it's just Dave screaming, like shout, uh, singing goodbye. Like he's screaming it and it gets louder each with each goodbye. But then there's like this static that like starts to creep up towards the end of this, towards the end of the outro or like throughout the outro. And it's, you know, and the last I guess 30 seconds of the song are like this cacophony of noises with the, the very crunchy guitar, the booming drums, the static, and then Dave screaming goodbye. And the static gets to a point like on the last goodbye, it almost drowns out Dave's vocals. And, uh, that's how loud it is. And, you know, the, the goodbye can be seen as like a, a final farewell, you know, representing like the, you know, the, the fact that, you know, the acknowledgement of how fleeting, and how mortal we are, you know, in this life and, you know, kind of embracing change. And also I love how it just suddenly stops. Like, you know, it doesn't fade out. It just stops right when it it gets right at the moment it gets uh, its loudest, the song does. And, you know, uh, (laughs) you could kind of interpret that as like the, the finality of life and how it can all end so suddenly. Uh, but yeah, great song. I, I love that they released a 10 minute song as a single. And I love that this is their longest song and it's just so good. Like it just ebbs and flows so well. There's a lot of dips and, and, uh, and, you know, and, and then it just hits you with the, when it, when the instrumentation comes back and, you know, days, the vocals are on point. The music video for the song's really good too. Uh, with like a bunch of, you know, it's very, very trippy. It seems like some, something they would have done in the nineties. Uh, yeah. V- visuals on that music video are great. Um, but yeah, so, and now we move on to the uh, last but not least, the final track, track 10, Rest. And for, this is the one that I was talking about, yeah, where I actually teared up listening to the song. But the song starts off with just, uh, you know, very calm acoustic guitar, and Dave almost whispering his vocals, like it's very, very low. I mean, not so low you can't hear it, but it's, you know, kind of him, in a way, not not mumbling, but almost in a way whispering the, his lyrics. They're you know, so calm and reserved in that moment. But, uh, you know, basically him just kind of looking on, um, you know, uh, 
you know, kind of just him like remembering, you know, reflecting on the death of Taylor and I, and I guess his mom too, but, uh, but also Taylor. And, uh, you know, like in the first verse, uh, you know, there's the line lay laying in your favorite clothes chosen just for you. And that's, you know, common thing that you have to do when a loved one dies is choose the clothes they're going to be buried in. Uh, and yeah, just some very, again, very sweet, um, lines in the song. Very, very sweet lyrics. Um, and then the, it's funny cause, uh, it, yeah, it was the chorus. The first, the first instance of the line rest, you can rest now, rest, you will be safe now. That's where I started to tear up. Cause just the, just the instrumentation and Dave's very calm vocals, the way he said that almost in a way, almost like he was, he had the life drained out of him, but also that he found some acceptance in that moment that, and, and, you know, realized that, you know, I got to move on. Like it was a combination of like, it, it was a, it, like his vocals in that moment, it kind of felt like, and the, the, with the line, combine that with the line that he said in the chorus, those first two lines, it rem- it was a, like a combination of his emotions were like, uh, um, you know, him, still being sad about like him feeling very sad about the, the death, but also acknowledging that, um, this is, you know, like accepting it and moving on, you know, like, um, yeah, it's like him being sad about it, but also accepting that this happened and finally beginning to start the first steps of moving on. And yeah, that, that got me. I'm like, yeah, I was like, shit, that got me. (laughs) But, um, yeah, and then the pre-chorus, I love that line, love and trust, life is just a game of luck, all this time escaping us until our time is through. And, um, yeah, obviously talking about the short life you have. Um, and then, yeah, so it's about, uh, and the song's like five and a half minutes, so the first half of the song is like, you know, that it stays in that same uh, tone, or it stays in that same somber, you know, uh, reflective state of mind, very calm, very subdued. And then it just, it's the, the, <laughs> the guitar and drums come in and it, the sound, it sound just explodes. It gets louder during the chorus. And, you know, he just repeats rest. You can rest now, rest. You will be safe now. It's repeated a few times or, you know, throughout the entirety of the chorus. And, um, and, you know, the drums are like, it's like slow paced, like it's still the same pace as like the same tempo as like the rest of the song, but it's like very loud and uh, crunchy. Like the guitar, the guitar playing, like it's still like a slow riff and the drum playing is still slow, but it's like very loud, you know? And, and I like that. Like it's still the same pace as the rest of the song, but it's just very way louder than the first half. Cause I was listening to the song and I'm like, Oh, with how loud and abrasive, you know, the ending of the teacher was, I was thinking, oh, so this the re- this song this whole song's just going to be at this level. But then when that came in, I was like, oh shit, like it, <laughs> it's kind of a jump scare moment for me like when I cuz I had my headphones in and I was walking, you know, and I was like, oh shit, that okay, no, it's we're it, it get kicking into 11th gear just like that, you know. And uh but then it it goes back to how the song started off in the outro where Dave says, "Waking up, had another dream of us in the warm Virginia sun, there I will meet you." And, uh, and that's just a very sweet way to end the song. Just him saying like, you know, when I die in the warm Virginia sun, you know, 
or yeah, waking up, you know, I, I was thinking about the two of us. I had another dream where I was with you and, but eventually I will be with you at some point. Um, and yeah, just very, very sweet, somber, bittersweet and sad way to, to end the album. And yeah, I, uh, yeah, I just, I, I, like I said, I love this album. It's, uh, either my fifth or fourth favorite album by them. And, um, yeah, it's just, again, like I said earlier, you know, grief can manifest itself in many different ways. And, you know, they say that some of the best art comes from when you've lost someone and that's not always the case and that's not always true, but it, it does happen. And, uh, and the, and to me, this is one of their best albums, but it is a shame though, that they had to go through something so tragic and sad. Um, but, you know, at least Dave, he may not have had Taylor, and then he may also not have had his mother. But you know what? At least he had the other four band members. You know, at least he had Pat and Chris and Nate. And uh, and at least he had Virginia, his daughter, and his wife, too. You know, so so he had, so thankfully he had a support system. He had his friends and family there to help him through last year. Um, and, and yeah, because, you know, a lot of people were wondering were they going to continue now that Taylor was dead? You know, it's like, were they going to find a new drummer or were they going to call it quits? Uh, and I love that they, obviously I love that they, you know, decided to take the rest of last year off, except for the tribute, um, uh, concerts in his honor or the tribute. Yeah. Concerts in his honor. But, uh, you know, they took a good chunk of the last year off and, to, you know, they had to have time to reflect and all that. Uh, but I love that they are deciding to continue, uh, you know, now with Josh Freese, Freese, it's not, I don't think it's Freese because it's spelled F-R-E-E-S-E. If it was Freese, it would be with a Z. I, I'm going to say Freese. Uh, but now with jo- Josh Freese as their drummer, it'll be interesting to see them going forward with this. Uh, but it seems like, I mean, if this album is any indication, I think they'll be okay. I mean, both in terms of their music, but also more importantly, in terms of their mental health and, you know, uh, their, the way they've dealt with this, you know, uh, but yeah, so great album looking forward to what they do next and also looking forward to seeing them in concert one day. Hopefully they'll swing by Atlanta. Uh, I'd love to love to see them in concert because I think now they've made it up to like my fifth favorite band, just right, right behind the chili peppers, like chili peppers would be fourth and then Foo Fighters are fifth. So, uh, but yeah, so, uh, that does it for tonight's episode. I hope you guys, as always, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, Next Friday, or actually, no, next Thursday and next Friday, I'll have two episodes next week. Next Thursday will be my review of Succession. I'm going to finish that this Saturday. I've got three episodes left. going to watch two tonight, watch the finale tomorrow night. And next Friday will be my review of The Flash. So uh, look forward to those next Thursday and Friday. Um, But yeah, as always, I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. And I hope you all, uh, I will see you all next Friday and I hope you all have a great weekend and until then take care.